0: At Farmers Insurance, we know there's a crucial difference between a kick drum pedal and your car's accelerator pedal. Because we covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.
1: What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out. How's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market?
2: I have died and gone to real estate heaven.
1: Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax max
0: results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host,
1: Mimi Shoneman. Thank you for joining us for the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon. Mimi Shoneman, your host from the Red Hot Real Estate Group, is here with us. Hi, how's it going over there? Good morning. Hello, hello. And you brought your friend Phil Olson from Amec Home Loans as well. Good morning. Phil, let's get your numbers right out of the way, right away.
0: NMLS 238 103 branch nmls three seven nine zero nine four and company on mls one five zero nine five three
2: now He's getting faster with that. i know because it's like you gotta <laughs> practice it like oh, we got Twister. so much to talk
0: about <laughs> yeah, instead we got of my numbers <laughs>
2: Oh my gosh, who Mm -hmm. likes Crave? Oh yes, it is one of my favorites. Yeah, what do we have going on with Craveville?
0: Well, we're going to do a $50 gift certificate drawing off of Facebook tomorrow Mm -hmm. for all those that call in today with some great questions.
1: Right, so you can call in, the number is 651-641-1071. You can always go to the Red Hot Real Estate um, Show Facebook page and get some great information there as well. And I, I like promoting those kind of things because... All of our listeners, they like to communicate in different ways. We have some people that send us questions on Twitter. We have some people that go to the Facebook page. Some people like to email us in or they go to the web, the, the, the show page at uh, mytalk1071.com keyword red hot. And all of those different avenues have great resources for you. So however it is that you get your information, there is a way for you to get in char- get in touch with us exactly,
2: and so there's no stupid question, mm-hmm. you know. And if you're thinking about a question, there's like hundreds of other people that are thinking about that exact same question, you know. Like for instance, what does Phil look like? <laughs> <laughs> you
1: might as well go to our page and ask check it that all out. one.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: but so. you would be surprised; like people are very curious about those things. And as, far as part of what we're doing is building relationships. You've both talked about the fact that. We used to go, well, if we looked way back, and I talk about the times of the happy days, back when we were walking at those old school sitcoms that our grandparents liked, where you'd buy a house and you stay in that house, and then maybe you'd pass that house down to your children. But a lot of times now, that isn't the same methodology for what we're doing as homeowners now. It's whatever the season is that we're in right now. And so it might be only five to seven years. And so you are looking at... Repeat customers because life
2: changes. I think it depends on your demographic. Mm-hmm. It depends on how old you are as to what how fast you are going to move. Would right. you say Phil,
0: uh, exactly. I mean, if you are between the ages of, I would say, twenty five to fifty, uh, normally the twenty five to fifty year old, I am going to see make three to four transactions, maybe five transactions, and that's maybe they're going to buy two or three homes, and they're probably going to refinance once or twice. Okay, okay. Once they get past the age of fifty. It slows down a little bit. Fair
2: enough. Fair enough. And You know, there, you know it depends. You know, it depends on your 50 because the, the, well, I've been told, I don't know, 50 <laughs> is the new 30. Is that right, Phil? Yes. I say yes. Yes,
0: absolutely. <laughs>
2: so, you know, they're looking for something hip and fun to do. Like the nest is starting to get emptied. You know, they're thinking, I'm not cleaning this stuff no more. I'm moving to Florida where there's no no tax stuff.
0: and Phil Or I want to travel. Phil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I see it all the time. Uh, the high school students are going off to college. And now mom and dad are going, now we want that second home. Okay. We want that cabin. Or, oh my gosh, we have a four bedroom, three bath, two story house. And we don't want all that space anymore.
1: It feels like it's full of ghosts of family past. That's cleaning it, right. cleaning mm-hmm. it.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. no. So we know that your life is going to be moving and changing depending on what season you're in. So any question you have, we've got a gift certificate Uh to crave on our facebook page we're going to drop tomorrow mm-hmm. and phil what are we talking about today
0: well i think we're going to do a little bit different show here today we're going to talk about risk versus reward okay in the real estate and mortgage industry and how a consumer can reduce risk in their mortgage or reduce risk in their next purchase or sale and bottom line is the more risk you remove out of a mortgage, the better the interest rate you're going to get, okay, and the lower the payment you're going to get. and I mean, one of the things that that people should also know right now is that interest rates are almost at their all time lows again, okay, okay, Well, I mean, this last week i I locked a loan at three and a quarter percent, three and an eighth, I think it was one of those two on a fifteen year fixed rate mortgage. Then again, 30-year 30, 30 interest rate mortgages are sitting in the mid-threes. So right now, it's a great time to refinance. It's now a great time to buy a house, especially if you had difficulty trying to solidify a deal here during the spring market. Now is the time because the housing market has slowed down a little bit. Would um, you agree?
2: Housing market has changed. Okay, Just go ahead and know this. Um, the pendulum has crossed from the middle mark at 12 o'clock. It's now on the other side of that. It's not horrible. We're not looking at anything horrible, but as we slide into fall, things are naturally always slowing down. Okay. Mm -hmm. After Labor Day, it slows down a little bit as people get back to school and they get settled in new jobs. And then it picks up again towards the end of September through October. And then it slows down all the way to the middle of, of January. So there's the peak time buyers, if you're listening to this, low interest rates. Sellers have a little bit more pressure on them than they've ever had Mm -hmm. during the the peak time of the year. So now is the time to get your deals. If you're a deal hunter, yes, you're not going to have as much inventory to look at, but the inventory that you have is going to be more motivated. Right.
0: I would also say that the inventory is somewhat increasing and maybe not total number of units is increasing, but the time on market is increasing, Okay. which then means that your sellers I'm not going to say they're desperate, but guess what? They're not getting 20 offers. Okay, they're getting an offer once every two, three, four weeks, which then causes them to think, "Well, if I don't accept this offer, when's that next offer coming?" Am I am I right or wrong, Mimi?
2: You're right on point, Phil. And then you know, as a, a realtor, we get notices all the time when other realtors in the in the system when they have price improvements or price reductions, as uh, depending on how you look at it. We get noticed all the time. Lately, there, those those notices are increasing, where people are saying, "Seller is reducing, seller is reducing," and not just the same seller. We're talking about all across the whole metro, and so that that I would say, up until last year, you didn't see that for a while. It would be like, you know, you know, take it or leave it. You know, mm-hmm. we're we're here. So, so, as a potential buyer, if I'm the kind
1: of person that just needs a little more breathing room, maybe that. Having to like make a decision so quickly and and have everything prepared so dramatically as I'm going through the process was causing a lot of anxiety for me. Are you saying that now things have eased up a bit so it might be an easier process if that was the problem
2: before? I will say that if your house is perfectly priced and it's in perfect condition, that there's still extreme pressure on that property. Okay. And that you're going to still be in competitive situations. Okay. But if a house has passed a couple of weeks on the market, that's where you might start to say, well... Maybe I can negotiate on this one a little bit. Okay.
0: I would also have to say it also, it, it deals with price point. If the price point is between 150 and 250 mm-hmm. there's still a lot of buyers out there for okay. that specific type of property. So you're still going to potentially run into a multiple offer situation.
2: Okay. And I will say that because interest rates have gotten down so low to, what was that? When did that happen last? 2010? Well,
0: Uh, no, actually 2012, 2013.
2: Okay. So that's a long time. That's five years since we've seen these kinds of interest rates. Right. So as property values have gone up, you can, you can factor in 1% of interest increase is actually going to be 11% more buying power for your buyer. So Phil,
0: well, Since you're talking about that, why don't we talk real quickly about the story of the week? Okay. All right. Client had a rate of 4.75, a 30-year fixed rate conventional loan, and the payment was $2,499 a month. Okay. They called me. We did a new refinance, a 15-year fixed. They were at 3.5%. They saved $146,000 over the life of the loan, and we closed the loan in 28 days. Wow. Okay. Saved, saved mm-hmm. $146,000 in interest.
2: And there was no appraisal required.
0: There was no appraisal required either. That That's a no-brainer so right there.
1: For a number of people that have been going, well, I'm not going to do any better than what I have if they've just been resting on whatever deal they had, now's a good time for them to contact you and have them... You know, just look over things again, right?
0: You know, uh, a review takes me five to ten minutes to do, and that could be, you know, a buyer working uh, with another mortgage company. I can do a review in five to ten minutes. Same thing on the refinance side. I can do a quick review and let them know, is there an opportunity? And if the opportunity isn't a good opportunity, I'm going to let them know. You might as well sit where you you are. You sit where you are, Okay.
2: Well, I think when we come back, I think I want to let everybody know, like a typical time frame to close on a mortgage. So if you're getting a quote from a a different mortgage provider that's long, or at least what we think is long, you might want to get a second opinion from Phil Olson. Right. And you can call
1: us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm in Shannon Phil Olson from Amec Home Loans. Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results is here. And we're talking about what's going on here in the market. And basically, what is the life cycle of how long it should take you to close a loan and what you're going to do in that whole scenario?
2: Yeah, Phil, you know, so I work with a lot of different people and, you know, we get offers with all kinds of different companies, mm-hmm. mortgages, banks, uh, credit unions, all kinds of different facilities. And so what would you say to the average consumer listening to our show today? How fast should a loan take?
0: If the loan officer's done their due diligence and they've gotten all their documentation up front, they should be able to close in less than 25 days.
2: Okay, so tell me why would somebody ever, their loan person, say they needed 45 to 60 days? Why is that?
0: The only time I use 45 days is if I'm going to do a government loan, be it a VA loan, or do a Minnesota housing loan. Both of those take a lot more time. There's a lot more documentation. But if it's your standard FHA or conventional loan, the loan officer should be able to get that done within 30 days. And the lender should be able to accommodate that loan officer and be able to get that consumer through the process, be it title work, appraisal government, all the government forms that have to be done. I mean, there's really no reason that a lender is saying 45 or 60 days for a close unless they just don't have the staffing or they don't have the systems in place.
2: Okay, fair enough. So today we're talking about risk versus reward. And let's talk about a risky loan that could be made into a better loan for a standard purchase.
0: Great. I've got a scenario. And just so you know, the scenarios that I'm bringing up are are three current scenarios that I am working on currently right now or already closed here in the last 30 days. So I initially met with a client and their credit score was a 662. They were quoted a conventional loan and their rate was 5% with mortgage insurance of over $200 a month. Their payment came in at 1907. Now, I was given this scenario by an agent, Phil. What can you do? All right, believe it or not, we closed on this loan. They got a new loan. I implemented credit enhancement, had them pay down two debts for a total of five grand. Their new credit score popped to 712. I did a rapid rescore within five days. Their rate dropped to 4.375%. Their mortgage insurance dropped to $103 a month versus $200. And they paid the same amount of down payment with me as they were going to do with the other lender. Their new payment was $1,648, saving them $259. So what exactly was done? We paid down two debts. We did a rapid rescore. We got a new quote for mortgage insurance that was far less. We cut the interest rate it is five-eighths of a percent, 0.625. And we still closed on the date that we were planned on based on a purchase agreement the borrower already had.
2: Okay. So let's just talk about a couple of points that you mentioned down. So you looked at their overall picture and you saw that they had some credit things that you needed to reassess.
0: I didn't necessarily need to do that. There's a lot of lenders that will just quote an interest rate, and a mortgage program based on what they're presented. Me, I'll look at what the consumer presents me, and then I'm going to ask the following questions. What if? What if we do this? What if we do this? Does that enhance the consumer's ability to get a better loan?
2: So the rapid rescore, can you explain to folks that are listening what that exactly
0: means? Okay. A Rapid Rescore can be done with all three credit reporting agencies, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian, all right? Basically, what that is is you have to present documentation to each one of those credit bureaus stating with clear and concise documentation that something has changed based on the credit report you're looking at right now. So I would get a vendor letter that would show a new balance or show that the balance is paid for in full. Or a letter from the vendor basically stating that debt is not a valid debt. We then present that to the Bureau. Now, the consumer can do that on their own. Okay. But understand, the process takes 30 to 45 days for it to work its way through the system, if it's even done correctly by the consumer. I have the ability to do it within three to five days. All right. So for that consumer that's already got that purchase agreement going, well, my lender said they can only do this. I'm going to come back and say, but what happens if I can do this, 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 and this? And then it, it's a no-brainer. The consumer always says, Phil, I'm going with you. Right.
1: And is that partially, we've talked about this before, <laughs> where you have a suite of products that you can go and pick through that makes the best fit for your clients when often it's not that the the you know if you go to just your your bank or your credit union they may have a perfectly good product but they probably only have that one
0: let me give you a real quick example I have a a software program called optimal blue okay okay optimal blue basically takes every single lender we have which is almost 80 plus lenders okay and It automatically auto-populates all the consumer's information into Optimal Blue. I then click a button, and within 5 to 10 seconds, it spits out every single lender I can use. It spits out every single different type of program that I can use. And it also red flags every single lender or program that tells me you have to fix this. In order to make this work, gotcha. So, okay. so when you go to say uh, the small bomb and pop bank or the credit union, they're giving you one suite. Okay, I've got tons and tons and tons of different programs, and that's where I'm able to look at what the consumer is being offered and go. But if I do this, 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 or this, now I can get the consumer this.
2: Which is the
1: best program Which that's available at the moment.
0: Correct.
2: Fair enough. And so you were able to drop that interest rate by almost a half a point. Correct. And drop their payment by almost $250.
0: Correct. And I dropped their closing costs by over $1,500 as well. I didn't even write that down into the scenario.
2: Yeah. And so, and you still closed on time.
0: Still closed on time.
2: Amazing. So, that is fantastic. Right. So, I would encourage all of our listeners that are out there, whether you've got a question on what we're talking about today or a different real estate or mortgage question, give us a call because we are doing that drawing for Crave on our Facebook page tomorrow. Right. So, $50 gift certificate just and for your questions. Quite often, I mean,
1: we get into whatever our, you know, life just continues to happen. You're like, okay, maybe I could get a better deal, but... It's difficult to make that a priority because it feels like a lot of work. You when know you what? tell me that I need to have these papers into you, and and, and so I just have to try to remind people that it's, like, it's not as much work as you think.
0: Oh, believe you know, you it You have
1: or an not, extra few minutes to do this because it might save you a lot of money.
0: We have a program that's called Day One Certainty. Not all lenders have it. Okay. okay? Day One Certainty reduces the amount of documentation we actually have to gather from the consumer. If... They're working for, say, 3M. They're a salary or hourly employee, and they've been with the on the job for a long period of time. No tax returns are required. One W-2 is wow. only required. Okay. 30 days of paycheck stubs. And then show me where the money's coming from for your down payment along with your driver's license. Four documents. That's all we need. Now, of course, if there's issues within credit or we've got divorces or we've got deaths and all this kind of other stuff. Of course, other documentation might be required. But day one certainty makes it very, very simple for a consumer today.
1: And some of us are independent contractors. And honestly, for all my fellow independent contracts out there, we should be figuring this stuff out anyway. (laughs) I should know where all of these things are anyway, even though I'm busy living
2: life. I still should know where all these things are. Exactly. Um, Phil, so what are you seeing that people are afraid about when they first call you? What are they scared That they're going to hear.
0: The biggest one I probably hear all the time is one of two things. One, I don't have a down payment. Right. Or I don't want to pay PMI.
2: What is that, PMI?
0: Private mortgage insurance. Okay. Okay, now, private mortgage insurance is required under federal law as long as the consumer is putting down less than 20% down. But there's so many different PMI products that you can actually utilize to make it cheaper for the consumer. All right? I have seven different PMI companies, so when I price out a loan, I'm not pricing out one PMI company. I'm pricing out every single one to find out who's the cheapest. Then I'm also looking at depending on how much they're putting down, what us going with what's called a one-time MI product, so you pay for it up front. Normally it saves the consumer well over 50%.
1: Right. Well, Phil and Mimi, we always encourage people to be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show and call us at 651-641-1071. On the phone right now, we have Alex. Alex, thanks for calling the show. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. And I know you heard uh, Phil talking about refinancing. Are you potentially in one of those scenarios? Yes. So what do you have going on? So I
2: actually just looked while I was (laughs) on hold. So our rate right now is 3.95% at what point at what percentage rate would it be beneficial for us to consider refinancing
0: that's a great question how much how much do you currently owe on your home uh, i think it's about 221 about 221000 a good standard rule of thumb then would be at least a complete reduction of 0.75% to one full percentage point depending okay. on how long you're going to stay in the home now, if you tell me you're only going to stay in the home for the next two to three years and sell, then I would tell you stay at the rate that you're at. Don't pay the closing cost to do a new loan. Because if I if I do the math on on the break-even analysis, it, it's not going to pay for itself.
2: But if she went from a 30 to a 15-year, Phil, you'd definitely have that spread, right? If,
0: if she went from a 30 to a 15 and she's got the cash flow to allow her payment to go up by about $450 a month more than what she pays right now, then in that scenario, how long have you been in the house? We've
2: only lived there for a year. And we're kind of on the fence on how long we're going to stay, but we would consider we don't actually want to sell. We would rent out our house. We currently have a house that we rent out in a different city. Mm -hmm. Um, so we would want to rent out this one and then potentially
0: get a different house. Okay. Well, if you went to a 15, you're going to basically knock off about 14 years off that mortgage and at about $220,000, you are probably going to save probably about 120000 over the life of the loan by going from a 30 to a 15.
2: So Alex, if you'll hang on with us and our producer, Sonny, has already got your information. We'll have Phil reach out to you this week. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. And she's entered into our crave drawing. Yes, there congratulations, First Alex. One. We appreciate I you sharing. Know that. That there was one. <laughs> oh
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> now you got it. Bonus, bonus. Well, so Phil, when we come back, let's talk a little bit more about risky loans going to a better loan with a uh refi cash out. Sure. And you can also be part of the Reddit Hot Real Estate Show by calling
1: us at six five one six four one one oh seven one. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk1071 and also streaming at mytalk 1071com I'm Mishana Mimi Shoneman from REMAX Results is here. Phil Olson from Amec Home Loans. They've been imparting some great information on you on how you can make yourself
2: look less risky as a prospect when you're trying to get into that house. So Phil, you know, we're going to jump into the the cash out refi story, but how do you coach clients on how loans are actually priced?
0: Okay. Great question. A mortgage is priced based on multiple factors. Start with the first factor, credit score. Next, it's called loan-to-value or down payment. Loan-to-value, an example, we're going to buy a house for $200,000. We're going to put forty dollars down. We're at an 80% loan-to-value. Anytime you can make the loan-to-value less than 75%, that's a win for the consumer. Okay. Anytime the credit score is over 740, that's a win for the consumer. Property, be it a single family, townhome, condo. A lot of people don't know that a townhome and condo has a slightly higher rate than a single family.
1: Ah, yeah. I now, didn't know that, and now, I used to live in one. And, and people <laughs> so. might
0: go, well, why is that? Because they go into foreclosure more often. Okay. Plus, you have associations that can go belly up so that causes more risk to the lender so the idea behind doing a loan is to try to strip out as much risk as possible and that drives down rate which also drives down PMI because the better the loan the PMI companies give you a lower mortgage insurance payment
2: So let's talk about that so you've got 20 you've got somebody that's got the capability of paying 20% down, but they don't want to. Mm -hmm. They only want to do 5%. Sure. How do you coach somebody that says that to you, but they have the wherewithal to do the 20% so that they can wipe that mortgage insurance right out?
0: I will coach them and ask very specific questions regarding their reserve level. Okay. Okay. In other words, how much reserves do they want to have after the transaction? And believe it or not, sometimes a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. What do I mean by that? Is... Let's say the consumer would rather be sitting on $50,000 in their bank account. And because they have excellent, excellent credit, their mortgage insurance payment is calculated, say, at a 0.30 factor at 5%. On a $300,000 loan, their mortgage insurance is maybe 80 bucks. Right. So 80 divided into 50,000. How many times does that go? A long, long time. Right. Maybe they're. Be better off. They want that fifty grand in the bank, or maybe they want to work with Mimi and buy an investment property, or maybe they want to go buy that second home. So that's where the planning comes into play as to what are your short term and long term goals in the future. Because if you put all your eggs in one basket and put it into your primary residence, but you end up being cash poor, right? What happens when something bad happens? Now we're taking out Mrs. MasterCard and Mr. Visa. If you have to
1: dig up the yard, because it turns out there's roots in your septic tank or something like that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it really really comes down to my client's financial position, but I will present them all options. Matter of fact, I just presented an option to a client where they only had 10% down, but then I showed them if they borrowed against their 401k for the other 10%, they were going, well, why would I do that? Well, if you borrow the 10, 10, grand from your 401k and you pay it back at a 4% rate to yourself. Right. You're making money yourself. So you've borrowed from yourself, but now we put that additional money down. We got rid of the PMI and oh, by the way, we dropped the rate even further. So we've now got you a better loan. It's cheaper for you to live in that home. And oh, by the way, the money you took from your 401k, you're replacing yourself and right. you're not, you're not creating a tax Uh, event where you're going to have to pay short-term or long-term capital gains.
2: Well, let's talk about the difference between interest rates for, let's say, somebody who is doing a conventional loan, Mm -hmm. they're putting 5% down versus somebody who's doing a conventional loan and they're putting 20% down. What's the difference in interest rate?
0: That's a very, very good question. Believe it or not, the interest rate is almost the exact same. For a 5% down versus a 20% down because lenders love a 5% down because there's mortgage insurance. Okay. And the mortgage insurance covers the lender in case of default. But let me give you an example of that, that 5% down. A 662 credit score, a 740 credit score. Mm-hmm. Interest rate for the 740, 5% down is 3.875. Okay. The one with the 662 is at 5%. Wow. You're talking almost one full percentage point, but that now it gets worse. Now let's look at the mortgage insurance. Mortgage insurance calculated at probably 0.30 with the 740 versus 1.25% for the 662. So you going conventional with a 662 may not be the best route to go you are probably better off going with an fha loan interest rate would be 3.625 with that same 662 and your mortgage insurance would actually be less now what's the downside the downside is the mortgage insurance is for the life of the loan okay but if you only plan on being in this home seven to eight years then guess what That same 5% down you put down on the conventional would not drop off for seven years anyhow. So if I'm comparing both loans, payment-wise, as long as that house will pass a home inspection, be it FHA, that consumer is better off going with that FHA loan because their payment is going to be hundreds of dollars less per month.
2: Your house has got to be in pretty bad shape. If it won't go uh, FHA. Okay. Really, the biggest things you need to be concerned about are handrails and chipping, peeling paint. Okay. Um, there you go. Those um, cracked are the windows.
0: Correct. Um, you, Bad so, roof. Yeah,
2: exactly. So you want to, you know,
1: if you're a seller, so you The things that about you would that. want to fix anyway, Ex- usually, to well, get maximum effort for your house, right?
2: I would say most sellers, if they can, I, I think most <laughs> sellers would not be interested in replacing their roof. Fair enough. They're just going to okay. pray for hail like I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. Fair enough. Okay. But Phil, you know, that's a that's a big spread. And it's a it, huge spread. Yeah. So really what you're telling folks or what I'm hearing you say is that, you know, you should spend some time to work on getting your credit score up and you help people with that.
0: I do it all the time. And it's, it's I've been doing this so long, I can literally look at somebody's credit report and within... A minute's time of me analyzing their credit, I can say, do this, 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 and this.
1: Because you know which things will have impact rapidly. Correct. Okay.
0: Now, the question is, do we have time or lag time to allow these fixes to fix the credit to where we don't have to do a rapid rescore? Sometimes I'll advise the client because they're saying, well, I'm in my lease for another four more months. Okay. Then I, I go as long as we get this accomplished within the next 30 days, then... And and I will tell them to call me once it's been accomplished, because then I'll put it in my callback calendar. I'll put them out 45 days later, and then I'll follow up with them. And I'll normally be calling them back with glee (laughs) because we've seen a rapid score increase. Right.
2: What can somebody expect to increase in 30 days, point-wise?
0: I've had people improve their credit by well over 100 points.
2: Wow. That's significant. Well, we always
1: encourage you to be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. As I mentioned, the number is 651-641-1071. On the phone right now, we have Kim. Hello, Kim. Thanks for being part of the show. Hi, Ms. Shannon. How are you? I am doing very well, and I am glad that you were calling to ask them a question about PMI insurance. Yes, I am. Actually, I closed with Phil on my house in June.
0: Wow. And
2: we've done a ton of improvements, and I'm just kind of wondering what the ratio is when I can start looking at getting the PMI off. I mean, I know it's going to be a year or so, but I just kinda wanna know when you start looking at that.
0: Thanks, Kim. I would tell you, you can start looking at PMI based on the value of the home, based on on sales in your specific area. And then the question this comes down to is, uh, are you gonna do a refinance to get the PMI off, or are we gonna go through the servicer to get the PMI off? And I, for me to be able to tell you what you're gonna be able to do, I won't be able to tell you that until that time really comes.
2: Right. And do you just get an appraisal done? I mean, is that how that whole process kind of works when you start
0: the process? The servicer would end up having to do an appraisal on the property, or I could have an appraisal done for you. Okay. Well,
1: wonderful. That was my question. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, Kim. So we're going to put you in the drawing for that Crave gift certificate, and we appreciate you working with Phil earlier this year. Yeah. Thanks so much. You're right. Talk to you soon. See, look at that. Happy clients. Yeah, That's exactly. all right. That means, Phil, see, you don't run everybody off. We're always so proud of you. It's always <laughs> great.
0: <laughs> I'm really just a teddy bear. You definitely yes, so he are. says. <laughs> all
2: right. So when we come back from the break, Phil, we're going to talk about this cash out refi and how that you take a risky loan to a much better
0: loan. Exactly.
2: All right. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome
1: back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon. In the studio, of course, Miss Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results, Mr. Phil Olson from AMAC Home Loans. And we are taking your calls. It's 651-641-1071. And we have a really cool deal that's going on right there for everybody that calls in and then goes to your Facebook page as well, right? Yeah, lady? we're
2: gonna be doing a, a Crave gift certificate drawing, a fifty dollar gift certificate for all of our callers today, and uh, we're gonna be doing that drawing tomorrow on our Facebook page. the right.
0: food is so good. Yeah. Oh, I love mm-hmm. it there. And I mm-hmm. like it because it's a
2: good place because no matter what
1: you like, they have a little bit of it. There you go. So if you have one of those weird picky eaters that only eats chicken, they can do that too and then you can still have your sushi. There you go. So speaking of being very patient, Kelly, thank you very much for calling the Red Hot Real Estate Show. You give us a call right before the break and now we are ready for your question. What's your question, Kelly? Hi, um, I'm looking to buy a condo um, and they're
0: telling me that my interest rates will be 4.5 8.5 or whatever, really almost close to 5%. Wow. And my credit score is like 8.15. You should so be talking to me. Understand. You should oh, okay, be talking to me, but believe it or not, if you've got an 800 credit score buying a townhome, you're going to be at probably 4 or 3.875% with myself.
2: Oh, okay, that's why I'm confused because she's like, well, but, but I'm only putting 5% down. Does that
0: make a difference? A 5% down and how much income do you make per year?
2: Like sixty
0: thousand. Believe it or not, then I would probably use what's called either the Home Ready or the Home Possible program. It's a first-time homebuyer program, and you don't even have to be a first-time homebuyer. You get reduced interest rate, and you get a reduced mortgage insurance as well. And not oh, wow. all. Okay. And not all lenders offer it. Yeah, I've gone to my credit union, and she says there's no way anybody can get it lower than five point eight five. Wow, four point eight five. I'm sorry to say. Uh, I would recommend you you talk to me here tomorrow. I can help you. Oh, awesome! Okay, I'll call you tomorrow.
2: All right, Kelly. Thanks right so much. Thanks for Kelly. And
1: now we're going to go to Lisa. Lisa, thanks for being part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Lisa, do you have a question about people uh, peeking at your credit score? Yes, yes, I do. Um, and uh, just curious to find out, thinking of refinancing sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, just wondering, how many times can somebody, you know? uh ask the credit people, you know, about your credit score before it goes down like from a 700 to a 600 or something like that.
0: And you would have to have your credit score pulled multiple 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 times and ha- end up having what's called a hawk alert come down on it. Okay. If you, if you have your credit score pulled one once or twice by two different mortgage companies, maybe your score is going to drop by one or two points, but it's not going to fall significantly. Okay. Now you decide to, you know, Try taking out five different credit cards, buy two different cars, take out try to take out three mortgages all at one time with ten different vendors, then okay. yeah, you could see your credit score drop by forty, fifty points.
1: Sure. Yeah, well, I'm pretty old and boring, so I haven't had much on lately <laughs> <laughs> other than... Well, we, we need to go, go shopping. shopping. Then, yeah. then you have,
0: Then you have nothing to fear, ma'am.
1: And we don't <laughs> call you old nor boring. You are stable and perfect. <laughs> that, that is good. wonderful.
0: I'd love to be able to help you, Lisa.
2: <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Nobody that listens to this Schultz or old, old or boring. boring. Right. I think this is all fantastic. And, yeah, and we are
1: making good life choices. I'm 23, choices guys. Doing. Exactly. See? I'm 23. Of course you are. That works. That works. <laughs> I am not 23, nor do I miss it when I was 23. I would agree with you. I am living you. a good life now. There you go. We'll go back to that. And I appreciate us going through all of these uh, scenarios because, you know, just like what Lisa just said, like considering yourself old and boring right now, you actually earned the right. You just get comfortable. And so sometimes you don't go, well, can I actually change anything? Because things aren't bad. They're not uncomfortable. You're at a rate that you're like, I can pay this. It's not you know, it's not hurting me to make this payment every month. So maybe it just doesn't occur to you that you could do some sort of refinancing and, and actually save yourself some money or spend it on something else. Well, if you could move that
2: interest rate to where it's basically the same, but you reduce the number of years, that mm-hmm. would be fantastic.
0: I'm doing lots of rate and term refinances where I'm taking borrowers from their 30-year to a 20-year, from a 30-year to a 15. It even makes sense to go from a 30 to a 25. I'm doing one right now where they've only been in their home for less than a year, nine months ago, their interest rate was 5%, and we're dropping their rate down to four, and we're removing four years off their mortgage, and guess what? Their new payment is actually still less than what they were paying now. Right, So we just, we docked off four years off the mortgage.
1: That's amazing. And that saves a ton of money when you think about it over time like that. Correct. Well, why wouldn't you or do build up
0: Or build up that much more equity quicker right. to where if you decide to sell four years, five years, eight years down the road, you're going to end up netting more funds at time of sale, which means it's that much more money that can go towards your retirement, that much more money that can go towards the next purchase of that property.
2: Exactly. So, Phil, we were going to talk a, a little bit before we head into the final hour, uh, final segment about that refi cash out yep. scenario that you did.
0: Yep. I initially met with a client here about oh, 45 days ago. She was told by her local bank that they could do a home equity loan for her for a construction pop project she was going to do. She met with the local banker and believe it or not, because the loan amount was only 70000 they didn't have a lot of interest in her situation. Okay. All right. But they did quote her 6.25% on a home equity loan. All right. Which is an interest only product. Okay. Meaning every month you get that statement, you're only going to pay the interest only unless you pay more than what the statement says.
1: So her, you're really not making like covering any ground. You're never paying no, it off. Okay. never paying
0: it off. So her home was free and clear. Her credit score was 812, and her new payment was going to be $364 a month, be it the interest only. Here's what I did for her. I did a cash-out refinance, $70,000. I did a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, meaning she was not going to have an adjustable-rate mortgage because a home equity loan is an adjustable-rate mortgage, Gotcha. which with No cap, meaning that rate could go go up
1: as high as
0: as, it can go up as high as the Fed decides they're going to make it go up. All right. Her new payment was 226 interest versus interest. So her interest reduction was one hundred and thirty eight dollars a month. And every month she makes a payment. Part of her payment is going towards the principal reduction of her loan. It's a fixed rate. There's no prepayment penalty. So guess what? She didn't get an adjustable rate mortgage, which is a high risk loan. Mm -hmm. She now is paying down the principal of her loan. She now also has a tax write-off because a home equity loan under the new tax plan under most circumstances is not a tax write-off. So now she's got a tax write-off on the interest that she's paying on her primary residence, all right? And oh, by the way, She's moving all her $70,000 into a CD, a rolling three-month CD, making 1% interest while she's working with her contractors to determine what she's going to do on her house over the next 6 to 12 months. So now she's making money on that money as well.
2: So you saved her over almost 2.5% on her interest rate. Correct. You saved her more than half of the payment, and you got her a tax benefit. Yep. And... So all is happy. That's right? amazing. It's mm-hmm. amazing.
0: When I'm able to do this for clients, it's the clients say it's a no brainer.
2: So why do you think that they weren't coached about that option to begin with?
0: Um, the only thing I can think of is the bank has a specific square that they want to fill, and if you don't fit that square they are probably not going to have as much interest.
2: Do you also think that it could be that maybe the person they went to was a new person and could didn't be. have the experience that you have? Correct. Okay.
0: I mean, there's multiple scenarios, but I mean, I, I see it all. And yes, I would have to say, because of my knowledge in my trade, right. okay, I'm able to provide a lot more solutions to consumers because of my experience.
2: Let's talk a little bit in the last quick segment. First of all, before we do that, Tell everybody how they get a hold of you during the week, Phil.
0: They can reach me on my cell, 651-238-6748, or my email is phil at callphilolson.com.
2: And you can always reach out to us at the Red Hot Real Estate Group at 651-578-2218 or at mnredhotrealestate.com. In one minute, Phil, tell people what type of properties they can get the best rate on.
0: Single-family home all day long. Okay. All right. Now, where where does it get worse? Townhome, condo. Okay. Even gets worser now when we go to a duplex, a tri, or a quad. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, if you buy a duplex with an FHA loan, though, you get the same rate that you would get as a standard FHA. So, believe it or not, I've got one consumer that's, conventional having to put 15% down on a duplex where I presented the option, your rate would be less, your mortgage insurance would be less, and now you only have to put 3.5% down to buy the duplex. Will the duplex qualify for FHA financing? And and the client said, Phil, I never ever got presented that option before. I'm going, well, that's why I'm presenting you this option. Right.
2: That's a big difference. That's Mm -hmm. a big swing. Three and a half versus
0: 15, 15. Right. All right. And the interest rate was actually higher on a duplex conventional than it was FHA. So the payment was less. Now, if the consumer plans on holding that property for 20 years or 30 years, then them having that FHA loan with the nonstop mortgage insurance over the life of the loan probably doesn't make sense.
2: So next week when we come back, we're going to also have Phil Olson here, our mortgage expert, and we're going to continue talking about risk versus reward. We always encourage you to find us. You can go to our website,
1: mytalk1071.com, keyword.
0: Farmers Insurance knows that when you're in the car and that song comes on. No, not that one. Ah, yes, that's the one. You have no choice but to pull out your imaginary drumsticks and smash those cymbals and stomp on that kick pedal, which unfortunately is also known as the accelerator pedal. And we covered it. At Farmers, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Click for more.
2: We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum.
0: Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.